welcome to Animal Tales Podcast, episode 16. Sweet 16. 16 episodes in 2023. I'm Eric Keaton. We're at our For All Shelter here in Largo with SPCA Tampa Bay. And we're going to be talking about our Tiny Tales Small Animals Adoption Event and also our volunteer holiday celebration. It's always a celebration with our volunteers, more than 200 of them here at SPCA Tampa Bay, contributing more than 17,000 hours. But first, if we're talking about small animals, we're talking about one of our top volunteers in that area, in the Pocket Pet Plaza, Shelly Redmond. She was honored by us and WEDU as one of the top volunteers in the area. So let's meet Shelly. We are in the Pocket Pet Plaza. It is our Tiny Tales promotion. Eric with Shelly Redmond, one of our greatest volunteers here at SBCA Tampa Bay. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Shelly, who do we have? This is Black Pearl, but I think her name should be Black Beauty personally because she's so sweet and gorgeous. And how long has Black Pearl been with us? I think maybe a couple months. I didn't double check that, but um, she's probably been out on the adoption floor a couple weeks now. Shelly, talk about your role a little bit as a volunteer because your expertise with these rabbits and other small animals really helps out our organization, especially during our Tiny Tails promotion or when we don't have yes. a promotion. Yes. Um, so what I mainly do uh, besides like interact with the animals and exercise them and play with them and get them used to people is my main goal is educating the public because bunnies in particular and a lot of small animals are very misunderstood. A lot of people think, oh, it's like a cat, but really their body language, their dietary needs, all of that is very different compared to a dog or a cat. They're considered an exotic animal. Really all the smaller animals are considered exotic. You can't just take them to your dog or cat vet. You have to kind of do your research before. So. And when it comes to that research, I know sometimes people see the promotion, they're like, hey, mom, dad, or let's go get another rabbit, or yeah. let's go get our first pet. How much do you, how much do they consult with you once you're in here to find out, is this rabbit or maybe another animal going to be the right fit for me at that time? Yeah, so sometimes they come straight out and they ask me um, that their child wants a pet, and then I look at the age of the child, how many kids they have, what other kind of pets they have in the home, whatever other type of um, small animal experience the parents have. But my number one question, mm -hmm. first and foremost, is always to the parents, do you want this pet? <laughs> because, Great question. Well, because we do unfortunately see a lot of returns that say child wouldn't maintain. Mm -hmm. and. The kids just pretty much they're not, they, you know, they're, they, they lose interest after a while. It's and depending on their ages, but um, it's the rare kid that's going to be taking the best care of the animal. It's really the parent's responsibility to make sure that they are maintained, they're clean. I mean, they're the ones buying the food. Um, and that's, it's just an unfortunate circumstance 
um, that they get into at times. But so I always start with educating the parents first, and I find out what they know. I also do tend to give out my number to new bunny owners oh, that's awesome. because um, I want them to reach out to me. Because ultimately, my goal is to. Um, kind of better the animal and the family's life because you don't realize what's entailed in having these little creatures. Well, I know you've done a lot for us on YouTube. You've created some videos that helps and talks about basic care for a rabbit like this, but could you set the expectations? What is a basic care look like for a rabbit like Black Pearl on a typical day? Okay, so what I always state is you first have to have an indoor space. Um, you want a space no smaller than this, ideally. A lot of people come in and they say, well, I'm going to go buy this hutch or I'm going to go buy this cage. And bunnies like using those things, like a hutch to hide out and their quiet time when they want to be left alone. But really, it's not enough space for them overall. Uh, and plus, I like this sort of setup because it's more interactive with the family. If you're walking past your kitchen and your bunnies <laughs> in this area, you're going to stop and say hello. You're going to have the, your eyes on the rabbit a lot more throughout the day when they're in your home as opposed to being on a back patio or outside, which they don't tend to live as long because you don't pick up on any illnesses um, until it's too late a lot of times. And then, so after one of these, a pen, mm -hmm. you need a litter box, you need a water bowl and a water bottle, or um, a water bowl and a food bowl, you need a little hideout, some sort of little hidey hut, and I have all kinds of, um, uh, good bunny websites to order stuff like that from and sometimes you could just get them on Chewy but really this is the basic setup that you need but you also have to think about bunny proofing your home because uh, they yeah. like wires and funny enough I have trusted my rabbits for too long now and I wasn't finished decorating the tree last week I had just put the lights up turned my back, uh -huh. my two free roam <laughs> rabbits went and said, oh, it's spicy hay, and bit through my Christmas tree oh, lights. No. And they're okay. Uh, oh, the bunnies are okay, yeah. yes. Um, but the Christmas lights, not so much. Uh. <laughs> but that's okay. Back I know better. I know better than that. Now my Christmas tree has a little um, gate like this around it. Mm -hmm. So now they can come up to it but admire it. And this is about two feet high because I keep seeing yeah. Black Pearl. See, yes. right now, that's... Yeah. I always recommend... Be very random for one of them to like yes, grab Yes, they and could jump out. jump out of this. Any rabbit could jump out of this. Um, it doesn't mean that they will, but they potentially could. I always say 30 inches or higher. Um, 36 inches, you're pretty much... The rare rabbit will jump out of a 36-inch pen. Let me, let me ask you this. If you have the right controlled environment, would you recommend, and especially if the family is there the entire time, in the entire time, taking a rabbit like this outside in the yard, especially if the yard is not treated with any chemicals yeah. and all that, would that be advisable? Um, I don't do it, but it's not to say they can't enjoy it. Right. The thing is, it can't, you know, like you said, it, it can't be treated with chemicals because mm -hmm. they will chew on the grass. Um, and I can't just see people 
leave them. See you later, Reddit. Yeah, I'm going to go back inside because <laughs> right. I'm working from home. Right. <laughs> well, and I actually had a friend of mine um, who has a nice outdoor um, enclosed lawn and that's not treated, and she lets her two rabbits and her dog run around. Mm -hmm. Well, the thing is, uh, then she's like, I found a flea on one of my bunnies. And then you can't just go buy over-the-counter flea prevention for rabbits. It can be lethal to them. So if you do that, you're, you are kind of at risk of picking up mites and, and fleas and things like that. Um, so, I mean, it can be done, but you are taking a greater risk of that. Now, we do have some resources on our website that can help first-time rabbit owners or other small animals. but. Again, set my expectations. I come in here. What am I going to be feeding my rabbit if I'm a first-time rabbit owner? Hay, a lot, a lot of hay. Um, and some people have allergies to hay. Mm -hmm. You know, we do get rabbits returned saying I'm allergic to the rabbit, and people do get allergic to certain animals. But a lot of times, it's the hay that they're allergic to. So those are things to consider. Mm -hmm. um, and plus, hay it tracks places. So if you are very OCD about having your house perfectly neat all the time, um, that yeah, <laughs> might yeah. not be a good pet for you because. Hay does track places, um, but in saying that, you know, it pretty much stays in their area for the most part. But you need hay, you need pellets, they need fresh greens every day, a high quality pellet they don't need a lot of, just like a third of a cup a day. Mm -hmm. um, but the better quality you buy, um, the better it is for their health, and these things all cost money. And so does that, the lettuce right. and, and the vegetables. Yeah. So. so right now they're in tiny tails. There's no adoption fee. And, and most of these rabbits and small animals usually go, what, $20, $30, yes. $40. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean they're free right. because you just, the yes. food. What about the veterinary care? Yes. So you are going to spend more money at the vet than the average pet. Even more than a dog or cat. Um, yeah, wow. typically a lot of um, exotic vets are $85 just to walk into the door with your vet, mm -hmm. with your rabbit. Um, and some of the emergency clinics, they charge, it's an extra exotic fee. It's like sometimes $120 just to be seen by their exotic vet. Mm -hmm. um, these are things that you have to consider. Because yes, I've had people come in and say, oh, but it's free. But hopefully they will fall in love with them enough and right. want to take the proper care of them and get established with the vet. Because um, sadly, if you don't uh, address a health issue right away, it can become lethal with rabbits. So, and it's heartbreaking when, to lose a pet that, you know, mm -hmm. they seem fine one day and then the next day they're a little bit off, but you don't think anything of it. Oh, they'll be fine by tomorrow. And by tomorrow it could be too late. So now I know we've been talking about the tiny tails promotion rabbits and first time uh, having a rabbit in your home, but we're also talking about volunteerism mm -hmm. on the podcast. Okay. You're obviously one of our top volunteers. <laughs> Could you talk about the WEDU event that you went oh, to? Yeah. Recognize SPCA <laughs> Tampa Bay. That was a great experience yes. for us to nominate you and awesome. for you to go. Could you talk about that a little bit? I was really, really flattered and honored and um, it was a very special evening. I, I just felt like the thing about um, volunteering here and then being um, nominated for that is it just makes you feel like a larger sense of community, like you're really doing something for the community and that's 
That's what I love about volunteering here in general mm -hmm. is that, you know, everyone here, because I've been here over four years now, I've, they're like my family. These bunnies, I walk in this door and I see them and all the little animals, I see them as my animals. They're, they're my babies while they're here. Um, and I, I do, I just, I get, it can be hard work sometimes, but at the same time, I get back tenfold what I give. So I love it. What would you uh, say to somebody who's like looking for another volunteer experience and trying to get them to come to SBCA Tampa Bay? Because we have more than 200 volunteers, but we could always use more. <laughs> yes. Especially um, when they're like you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, yeah. Um, I just say come talk to people. Find out what your passion is. I think in volunteering in general, you should um, discover something that you really love and what can you do like if you if you like to teach or um you know follow that dream uh if you like working with children find a way to get involved for me it's my love of animals and i love all animals i love dogs and cats i love fish i love everything but i saw that the need for public education mm -hmm. was with the smaller animals because there's not enough people who tend to know how to um their special needs that they have. So I always encourage people to come in and talk to other volunteers if yeah. they're interested in volunteering. Yeah. yeah. And get online, go to sbcatampabay.org, go to get involved, volunteer, and you can contact the new Colleen. Yes, <laughs> I know, that makes it easy. To be the volunteer coordinator, you have to be, <laughs> your first name has to be Colleen. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Anything else yes. to add about the small animals, rabbits, tiny tails, or volunteering? Um, just. Do your research, talk to people, come in and see me. I'm usually here two days a week, Wednesdays and Saturdays, and we're getting more people on board as well. So I love that. Um, you can't get enough education when it comes to getting a new pet in general. So Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Shelly. Before we go, I have to say, John back here, I think John. it's John, the guinea pig, yes. has been wanting to, uh, he wants to be on this Tiny Tales <laughs> podcast because he's making noises. I don't know if my microphone or your microphone has picked it up, but he sounds like one of the gremlins. <laughs> he sounds like Gizmo, the noise that he was making. Yes. Amazing. What's up, little John? <laughs> that is his name, right? Yes. yes. It is John. I know, up, I laughed John? at that, John. You're gonna make it. And we have a bird named Bill as well, so. And a dog named Charles Barkley. <laughs> Go online. Okay, when we come back, we're gonna have more about volunteerism here on our podcast. And hopefully if you are adopting one of the small animals, you will be able to meet Shelly or one of our other great volunteers or staff members to help you find the right pet for your family. Our volunteers have so many different jobs here at SPCA Tampa Bay. We could not accomplish our mission without them. As I mentioned earlier, they contribute more than 17,000 hours. And when you add that up, that's almost a quarter of a million dollars whether it's here or some other nonprofit like Metropolitan Ministry, volunteers are an important cog to help an organization's mission. Let's celebrate with our volunteers and meet our new volunteer coordinator, who coincidentally happens to be named Colleen as well, Colleen McGuire. It's a big night at SPCA Tampa Bay because Colleen McGuire, the new volunteer coordinator with SPCA Tampa Bay, is honoring how many volunteers are showing up to the big party? 
I think we have about 65 showing up tonight, which is really exciting. And uh, in general, I think we're up to 233 volunteers. How big is this for you? Because you've only been in this role for maybe two weeks, and they're like, here, throw an appreciation party. Uh, I'm really fortunate that I have such an amazing team. I have to shout out to Izzy and Peyton that really took took up the lead on getting this all put together and they did an amazing job. I kind of came in through a little flourish on top and called it a day. So it's been amazing. So with the volunteers coming in, what can they expect tonight? Because it's also the holidays, so there's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. We are going to um, start the night out with a little talk with Martha. She's going to tell everyone how amazing and wonderful they are. Uh, we are going to be presenting some awards to some of our volunteers. Uh, some are nominated by their peers or by other employees. Others are kind of based on hours worked and whatnot, so that will be cool. And we're going to finish it up with a, a white elephant, so everyone's going to go crazy for their presence. Uh, a little food, a little drink, it's going to be great. When you talk about the mission of SPCA Tampa Bay, the volunteers, we couldn't get it done without them. We literally couldn't get it done without them. I know I don't want to take away from Martha's speech, but I believe we're somewhere around 74,000 hours so far this year with another few weeks left to go in the year. So we really couldn't do it without them. They are an invaluable resource. I'm so grateful. That's why I wanted to be in this position, just working and meeting all of the volunteers while I was in the animal welfare position. I fell in love with them all. And there's always a need for more volunteers. So what are some of the roles that they could be helping with in 2024? So I know um, we've got your standard, your dog walkers, your cat cuddlers, your adoption counselors for the cats, for pocket pets, uh, photography. Uh, I know we are looking for people that will do events for us. We've got some really cool events coming up, like the City Lights in Largo. That's right. It's going to be amazing. So we've got some volunteers lined up for that. Um, we have a few people that volunteer in the offices, uh, writing thank you notes. Um, I know we're going to be looking for a, a data input person. So there's a lot of different ways to get involved. And we'll put the, your contact information and, of course, the website information on the screen right now for somebody that is interested in volunteering. Anything else to add about tonight's volunteer appreciation event at SPCA Tampa Bay or just thanking them in general? Because we could keep thanking them, and it's still not enough for them. It's, it's not enough. They really put their heart and their soul into it. It's not just that they show up every day, day in, day out, but they really want what's best for our entire animal population. And I know that animals appreciate it. We appreciate it. We just can't say enough about them. They're amazing. Thank you, Colleen. Thank you. Many people visit our website. They find the dogs, cats, pictures of guinea pigs. A lot of those come from our volunteers. Marilyn Davis is the person responsible for the dogs. For the dogs, mm -hmm. and they are wonderful. Thank you. How long have you been doing that for us? Please share how long you've been I with us. I actually started on Halloween, October 2017. My goodness. I don't even remember because it was Halloween. So. so how have the pictures evolved on the website? Well, I've gotten much better over time. <laughs> um, they have... We've just we post like three pictures of the, the dog. At least that's what I do, and uh, it's not always easy. They don't always want their picture taken. They um, want to play, or they 
want to eat. They just don't, you know, want to cooperate. So you just have to be patient, do the best you can. Uh, that was my next question. How much patience do you have? A lot. Can you walk us through real quick the process of when you start and well, how long you're here? Like today, I went and I took out a puppy. She's three months old and she wanted to play and she didn't want to sit still. She just was being a puppy, so it was a little um, time-consuming mm -hmm. to get her picture, but I finally got it. So, you know, I'm not going to rush them. I want to get a good picture of them because that might be what brings the person in to, you know. And even if they don't adopt the dog they saw in the picture, maybe they'll adopt someone else. It is picture-taking your former full-time job or is it a passion no, of yours just, yeah it's a passion of mine and when i retired i was looking for something to do and they let me come here and i've been here ever since so well you, you do it very very oh, thank you. well do you realize that the dog page is besides the home page the most visited page on our website i didn't know that i didn't that's where people go and i will say a lot of folks also say the reason they adopt a certain dog is because of that initial picture Oh, well, I didn't know that either, but that's good to know. Well, you... actually, I come here, I just love spending time with the dogs. You know, I mean, I would come here just for that. But, you know, if I can take pictures and I do all those uh, collages that you see in the hallway, mm -hmm. too. So I thought people might, if they haven't seen the website, they might enjoy seeing those photos. And it makes it look a little more cheerful here. And Yes. I think it helps. I can tell you, as the chief marketing officer, when I don't see your picture and I see the picture from intake, I'm like, how soon is Marilyn going to be able yeah. to get a picture? Well, I'm here three days a week, so. And I live like two minutes from here. If I get the light green at Starkey, I can be here in two minutes, so. That's awesome. It doesn't take long. How, what about the scarf? How easy are. Yes, the bandanas. Most of the time, it's pretty good. Um, I just do that because um, I read once that it's hard to. Think of a dog like a pit bull as being um, you know, aggressive when they have a um, adopt me bandana on them, right? Or silly hats or whatever. It's just you just have to you know just do the best you can to make them look as happy and comfortable as possible. Marilyn, anything else to add? Um, I just I'm just glad they let me come here, and I hope that we can get as many volunteers and help get all these dogs out because they. They really need the time. You're it's not just yeah. walking, it's spending time with a person, mm -hmm. getting out, you know, getting some fresh air and exercise. But I enjoy it every minute of it. Your pictures are wonderful. Great. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. Okay, we we love that you're part of the team. Okay, thank you very much. And we are back with more volunteers here at our wonderful organization. I have Nita and Gail who are here how often a week? How many days? Um, regularly, two days a week, extra days if they have a special job they need done. And Gail, what do those jobs include? Uh, stuffing envelopes, answering uh, messages, and thanking everybody, and filing, stuff like that. And that's a big deal, because that's a lot of hours. How long have you been doing that for us? 18 years. And you're also an ambassador. Yes. How long have you been an ambassador? Uh, since 2015 when they started it. Awesome. Gail, why do you do it? Because I love it. Gets me out of the house. <laughs> How many? And I've been doing it eight years. How many hours do you think it averages a week? 
gosh, I don't know. What do you I think? really don't know because, you know, I'm supposed to be here all day, and the only reason we ever leave early is if they happen to run out of a job to do that day. And then I'll, I go adopt another dog. <laughs> <laughs> and then we thank thank you for that as well. Do you ever get in contact with people outside that say, "Where do you volunteer?" and what do you tell them? I was just mentioning it to her. I was talking to someone at Walmart the other day, and she said she'd like to be a volunteer. So I gave her Colleen, our new Colleen, her number, and I said, "Please come join us because it's a great facility." And how did you get started? Because of so many years, how did you find us? How did we find you? Well. I had always heard of the SPCA, and I had already adopted a couple of dogs from here. And then when I was fortunate enough to retire early, I thought, well, I need to be useful. So I wanted to come help the animals, and that's how I got started. And, you know, learning what our mission is and what we do and do not do, I fell in love with the place even more. And, and Gail, you, how did you get involved with this? Well, my sister came to work, but she didn't last very long, and I just loved it, so I just stayed, and I come twice a week or whenever else we need, need us, and I love it. It just makes me feel good. It does my heart good. Awesome. And I'm going to ask both of you for a special request. We are honoring a lot of our volunteers tonight, and one of our volunteers that we love, especially for the marketing department, is Dale Badway. Message to Dale because he emcees for us our day of giving, our pet walk. Any special message for Dale? Just thank you very much for caring and for doing everything you can to help us and help the creatures. That's right. And thank you for being around and coming from New York. <laughs> and, and we also loved him over at uh, Death by Chocolate. We got to visit with him. Nita and Gail, wonderful volunteers. It's Volunteer Appreciation Day, Volunteer Appreciation with the Holiday Party. A lot of folks out there that listen and watch our podcast want to know, why does somebody volunteer at SPCA Tampa Bay? I love making a difference in an animal's life while they're here waiting for their home. And I play a small part, but I love what I do. I just, makes my heart feel really happy. <laughs> just, it's kind of a win-win for me. I get exercise walking the dogs. It's great for them, socializing, loving on them, all that good stuff. And there's a lot of folks that, when they find out I work at SPCA Tampa Bay, they're like, oh, how do I volunteer? How can I get involved? How can I walk the dogs? That's the one job they all want, to walk the dogs. But right. I, yeah. What is that process to get involved? Because it's not just, well, here's your leash and go no, right at it. No, no. Um, you know, you got to fill out the application, go through the um, orientation process, and then go through some mentoring. Um, it teaches you how to leash them up, get them out, where to walk them, how to walk them, how long, um, taking them to play yards, letting them run around and play, um, and really that's about it. Yeah. So for your shift, when I see you here early in the morning, what time are you getting here? How many dogs are you walking? Share um, that with everyone. Well, I'm here usually at 8 a.m. 
is the earliest they like us to arrive. So sometimes it's a little earlier just so I could clear the boards. We've got to clear the boards from the day before. Um, and I'm usually walking in about, I, I'm here like three to four hours, my shift. And I probably walk like 30 dogs. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. And they're all so different. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. We have small ones. We have medium size. We have the big guys. Do any of them pancake on you? Um, I've had that happen, but not just recently. <laughs> that is awesome. So yeah. let's talk a little bit about uh, the entire dog walking team. Yeah. What about Crystal? I understand that she is the, the lead. You want to talk about the team and, and Crystal's role in all this? There are so many wonderful dog walking volunteers. I appreciate every single one of them for whatever they give to us, whether it's an hour or two hours or three hours. And Crystal is amazing. She, even there's some that I am like a little, oh, he's a kind of big, you know. Crystal's right there. I've got Kate, I've got Stephanie, I've got Irene and Ron and Linda. Linda's been doing it forever and ever. She's up there in age. Mm -hmm. God bless her. I, she still comes twice a week. Mm -hmm. She takes those small dogs out, the ones that are maybe a little shy and scared, sits them on her lap and loves on them. It's the best thing. And last question I have for you, and maybe some of our adopters, when they come to the shelter, they pass right by it, but there's a lot of invaluable information there. They may not see, but it's the board that has where the dog is located, what kennel they're in, mm -hmm. how they walk on the leash and stuff with that. How, do you, how much is that information shared with the staff? Because I think that is back and forth. It helps animals get adopted. It does. And we, as volunteers, we also have little profile sheets. So if we do get a little time to work with a dog, we fill out a profile sheet and give it to the staff so they can kind of put it into each of their profiles. Uh, just because we get to walk them, work with them, and it helps potential adopters. The boards are great. I kind of feel like sometimes when you see those very sweet walks great on the leash, they're the fastest to go. Shannon Buss has only been volunteering with us for how long? Um, since April of 2023. And explain your role and how you got involved. Um, I've volunteered at a couple events, um, the biggest one being the um, pet walk back in April. And then I've recently started walking dogs here on probably about a weekly basis, doing about four to six hours every week. And talk about that process. We were trying to get Crystal to explain the process and, and Pam, but a lot of folks, that's like the number one thing. People want to do at a shelter, but it's a lot more than just signing up and saying, here you go. Sure. So so the process that I went through was um, was really easy, right? You sign up. Um, I don't know if they have an online sign up. I know um, Colleen has been working to get people to sign up, but you come in for about two, three hours, and one of the mentors walk you through the shelter, let you... Um, help you understand where everything is in the shelter, where all the kennels are, um, where, you know, where to walk the dogs, the different kinds of dogs. You know, there's dogs that have heartworm that can only be walked for, you know, a really short period of time because it's not good for them to walk longer. Um, you know, the kennel cough dogs, you know, there's designated areas where you can walk those. But really, just being able to walk the dogs five to seven, ten minutes, you know, throughout the campus and, um, and um, you know, where the treats are, where the rooms are and stuff. 
Why do you do it? Why SPCA Tampa Bay and why dog walking? Um, it's fun. It gets me out. It gets me, um, you know, playing with dogs, which are great. I, I've loved dogs. I've had dogs all my life. So um, we have a little um, shelter dog that we adopted in January. She just turned one. So it's, it's something to do. Get out. Get a little exercise. Um, being able to um, just walk dogs and have a good time. Is there ever that moment where you're walking a dog and you're like, okay, I got to shake out of it. I'm walking 30 today. I can't take them all home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty good about that. There's been a couple. Um, um, you know, you, you come in every week and, you know, there's some dogs you're like, you're excited to see. There's some dogs you're like, I'm excited to see that dog again. But I, I just know that it needs to find a form. Yeah. I can tell you, when I first started working here, they said, you've been here 30 days. What's the one thing you notice? I noticed all of the dog walkers and the different dogs. And that told me, I said, I'm seeing different dogs because they're going thing. home. That is a great thing. When you when I come in and there's different dogs to walk, um, you know, there's a lot of kennels. There's a lot of dogs here. So the opportunity to walk a lot of dogs is, you know, high. Um, but there's, you know, you always see those same, some of those same dogs for, you know, multiple weeks in a row. You just push. This is a really good dog. I wish I could take it home. Don't have the space. Um, you know, don't have the time to take them home. But hopefully their right person, right family will come and give them a forever home. All right, let's wrap up this Animal Tales podcast here on YouTube or your favorite podcast provider. It's time for Barking News. Barking News. All right, Barking News. You know, we're, we've been talking about our small animals up for adoption. Tiny Tails promotion over there with my T-Rex arms. I can't get them outside of the box. Otherwise, I will look like I have no arms. And then it will be uh, quite uh, the comedy. All right, we also want to talk about our vet center. They have appointments available right now down in St. Pete. Go to our website, spcatampabay.org. Click on Pet Health and book your appointment for your small animal, cat or dog, if you do have a rabbit, we do have adoption counselors and our volunteers that can help you find the right veterinarian for that particular animal's care. Also, holiday treats. Click on the buttons on our YouTube channel and you can meet Laura Strickland and she will walk you through how to create some wonderful holiday treats for your animals this year instead of giving them that table food, because sometimes that's not the best, folks. We also have an upcoming event, a Deck the Paws. That will be December 21st at the city of Largo, the, one of their great Largo Lights events. And we will be there on December 21st. And it will be Meet Santa. And we hope that you will help us raise some funds for our animals, for the animals in our care. What else do we have to talk about? Like and subscribe to the podcast on YouTube or on your favorite podcast provider especially on YouTube, when you like and subscribe, that helps build up the numbers for all of the commercials that happen to interrupt while you're watching any of our videos on the YouTube channel. They send that ad revenue, a small portion, back to us to help the animals in our care. Okay, we have one more podcast coming up at the end of the year. We will wrap up all of the previous episodes have some fun, and we'll talk about what's coming up on the podcast in 2024. Thanks to everyone for making this podcast episode 16, number 16, the best. And again, we can't say enough. Thank you to our volunteers. See you on the next one.